What's y'all's favorite Christmas activity? Favorite Christmas activity? Yeah. Outside of like opening gifts. Yeah, because we'll that's that. probably my favorite. Because free stuff. Um, that's fair. Hmm. I don't know. Like, my we don't do a lot of activities for Christmas in my family. Okay. Um. <laughs> do you, does your family do anything, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. We just eat food. Yeah, does food count as a Christmas activity? I enjoy eating food. Yeah, we'll I enjoy eating that. like sweets. I whenever we go to my my um my grandma's house, she always like makes up a bunch of like sweets every year, and she makes like Oreo balls that are just absolutely scrumptious. Um, and so that's that might be like my favorite activity is eating Oreo balls. Is that okay. does that count? We'll go with it. We'll go with it. Yeah. My, Does my, your family do something, Connor? I feel like you you, you got to have something crazy. My, my family, family doesn't make any special. Your family's food. probably pajama family, aren't oh, they? I'm not Joe? A pajama family. Is your family pajama family? Absolutely not. I could see your. I could just see your mom being like really into pajamas for some reason, like Christmas pajamas. Yeah, and my you mom putting, might and you're be putting into, up a fight. That would never get past Hal Henry. I know, but I could see like ain't that, no way. I could see that being Good like like her thing. Like my family's really the family that. that makes fun of other families that do that. No, I, I don't do I don't do pajamas. We definitely do do don't do pajamas. My my mom sometimes works Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Just come home real early. She doesn't want to do pajamas. Shout out, uh, you know, shout out the nurses that work on Christmas Eve and Christmas. Y'all are real heroes. What's like the coolest gift that y'all like woke up to when you were a kid? Because like I have one in mind. Where like I woke up one time, and I think I was probably like seven or eight, and my parents had built like a tent in the living room. Because, like, we had, like, um, they just got a tent and we were, like, going to start going camping and stuff like that more often. Mm-hmm. So then my sister and I had our own tent now and they had, like, all built and everything. And we had, like, a whole bunch of, like, camping supplies inside of it. That was really cool. And there was also one year that I woke up and we, like, ra- unwrapped everything. And I got, like, a new basketball and, like, a new basketball jersey and stuff like that. And then, like, my dad walked me outside and there was a basketball poop, like, built in the driveway. And I was oh, like, that's cool. I was like, oh, word. I, I have a couple of those that were like memorable for me. He built one. that at like 2 a.m. All right, what's yours, Connor? I got one. This dinosaur right here in okay. 2004. <laughs> <laughs> this was it. So, right. You could, there was a lever on the, there was a lever on the tail and it would, it would bend its head down and eat. Right. And I, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was amazing. Very big fan of the dinosaur. Okay. I, I can remember two <laughs> I can remember two very specific gifts from my childhood that were just a huge deal. One of them we my drew my little brother and I we opened up our gifts. They had us open them at the same time. And I got a drill and he got like a sander. They were the boxes. There was something else inside, but we thought we just got tools cuz earlier in in the gift opening day, we each got our own like toolkit, like a small little toolkit, like a hammer and screwdrivers and that kind of stuff and they were yeah. like because my dad always did like construction stuff, so it was like, "Oh, you can help dad out around the house." And we were like, oh, "Okay, cool. We didn't really want that, but thanks." I mean, and then, and then I got a, a drill, and and he got a sander, and they were like, "Well, those are for both of you, but now you guys like have a drill and a sander." And we were like, "Awesome, great!" Like, because you can't be upset. We were thanks, mom, because she she was so happy. She seemed mm-hmm. so excited, and we were like, "All right, great. I love this drill so much." It. I think maybe I got the sander. I don't remember. I was disappointed, but I couldn't show it, and then. They kind of let it go on for a little while. Like we put them to the side and then we kept opening stuff. And eventually they're like, open, open up those boxes. Like my mom thought it was too funny. And we opened it and inside of it was like an iPod touch. And it was like the first like touchscreen device I'd ever had. It was like, 
huge deal. Like I was listening to music on a Zune. Y'all know what Zune, y'all know y'all know the Zune. I had I, it wasn't even my Zune. It was my dad's Zune, and I Shout used that Donald to listen Glover. to music. Um, but got that iPod Touch, and it was just like just mind blowing. It was like I'm so glad cool. that your family also did the putting a different gift in a different uh-huh. box thing. Always. Parents love that crap. Always. My, oh, I'm gonna do it to my kids every year. Oh yeah, it's yeah. So fun. My, my grandma, she got um. I got a new pair of shoes, a new pair of like Adidas NMDs, like really expensive shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she put it in a new balance box. So I opened it up and it's like from my <laughs> grandparents. So I'm like, you know, they might be out of touch with what I would really want. And it's a box of, and it's like new balances, but they just got the box from my dad who wears new balances, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he used to, he moved on to ASICs, bigger and better things for Hal. Okay. <laughs> he used to like, he used to legit be we like. We talk about like the like white new balance. Yeah. yeah he used oh, to be yeah. like that dad. Yeah. But, like, he owned that crap. <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> Do you know who wears New Balances unironically in Kappa Phi? There's a couple people that do. Yeah, but there's one very specific person I'm thinking about, and we talked about them last episode. Hunter. <laughs> Hunter wears New Balances. Are you talking about, like, New Balances? So, like, I'm assuming you're excluding the frat balances, because those are acceptable. They, uh, I don't think they're... I don't know what a frat balance is, but they, d- they did not match his outfit. Like, do well, they look cool in any sense? I didn't. I didn't think they looked. cool. If they don't look cool, they're not. They, they frat balances. balances. I've never seen them. I don't know what's considered frat balances, but like Matt wears frat balances. Yeah. Reed has them. The tan. I'd actually like a pair of them. They look pretty cool. Like they're mostly Matt, like they're usually like like the base color of them is usually like white or tan, and then there's like some like small accent color on. Them. Like they're like very like minimal. They were brown, Ew. not tan. They were brown. Okay. Because I thought they were dress shoes at first, and then I saw they were New Balances, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Very interesting. I just I've never like gotten the appeal of New Balances. Like they just don't look any New Balances to me. Don't look very like sleek. They're just too chunky. But chunky shoes are coming back. They're very popular now, especially like with like girls. Girls really like love yeah. chunky shoes now. I don't get it. But I've like never been a fan of like chunky like tennis shoes. I always want like like I always go for like running shoes or like training shoes because I want them to like be light on my feet. Chunky shoes just seem annoying. I have two really fun stories about giving. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're only going to be able to give one of them because I, I had two things also, and then I was rudely interrupted. So, mm-hmm. so, so you can you can say you have two, but you're probably going to only get in one. That's fine. Did you uh, just say me <laughs> relating to you and something of your childhood was rudely interrupting you? Yeah. Well, because also earlier Connor was going to tell us about a Christmas tradition, and then you brought up like a new question about like gifts. So we never even got to hear his Christmas tradition. So it's just it's just the way the episode goes, you know. Come on, and there's always one of us that doesn't actually answer the question. <laughs> I know, always happens. Um, As Hippocampus says, it's the way it goes. Yeah. All right, so let's hear your two, probably one, probably gift giving experience. No, I'm gonna shut up. No, hey, I'm gonna that, I'm gonna keep it short. <laughs> and, Screw you, and man. Sweet. I'm not saying nothing. So y'all got go. like five minutes. Go ahead, knock yourself out. I'll be over here. <laughs> okay, in the corner. Um. So me and my brother one year, my stepdad really just wanted a wheel wheelbarrow. Like that's all he wanted. Like he was like, <laughs> I don't really want anything. I just like I need this. Can y'all get this for me? And we're mm-hmm. like, Yeah. And he sent us one, and it was really like cheap one. We're like, Nah, we're gonna get him one. <laughs> I hate you, Joe. He put on a timer for five minutes of his silence. Um, and he were like, Nah, we're gonna get him a really nice wheel. And so. All of Christmas happens, and we're like, oh, yeah, Chris, we have another gift for you. We go out into the garage, and he sees the wheelbarrow. First thing he does is sits in it. 
<laughs> and he's like, he goes, he's like, wheel me around the yard, guys. Wheel me around the yard. <laughs> so we got to pick him up and, and wheel him around the yard. Uh, the next year, my stepdad got my mom a seven foot tall paper mache giraffe. This thing is gigantic. Um, it took three of us to move. Uh-huh. And, it, and like, it, it is very much taller. Than me. Like, I can walk mm-hmm. under the giraffe. What's okay? Two questions. What's the purpose of the draft? And number two, do you still have it? And where do you keep it? <laughs> uh, so it's kind of three questions, but yeah, yes, yes, we still have it. I'm gonna ask the second one. Yes, we still have it. Okay, um, and we keep it in our living room. Uh, what? <laughs> we have we have space behind the couch, and so <laughs> the body is the body is behind the couch behind the couch and the neck extends like and it's looking over you as you're sitting on the couch that's so funny oh it's so you got a giraffe in your living room i do i do that's so what that is not where i was expecting like the garage or the shed oh like master bedroom it's in the living room and my mom my mom (laughs) put like dresses it up for uh, for occasions so like i had to go put cute i had to go put reindeer ears on it because she's not tall enough she usually has to get like a a step little, stool, to, a step stool to dress to it do up. it, but I I can I can reach it. Uh, um, and what's the draft's favorite holiday? We're gonna go with Christmas because oh, okay. you know I don't I don't know. I didn't know if there was like a holiday that you enjoyed dressing it up for the most. Oh, I don't dress it up, but I mean I technically dress it up for Christmas, so we're gonna go with Christmas. Uh, and then the purpose of it is because my mom really likes drafts. And she was like, I don't want a normal gift this year. And, and, and Chris was like, let's let's go with a really tall giraffe. That's so funny. Oh, it's great. It's absolutely phenomenal. Joe, how are we looking at time here? How much longer are you quiet Ooh, for? Wow, we get two and two. a half more minutes of his silence. What I do we want to talk about? Anything. We could talk bad about it. Yo, him. honestly, you know what I want to <laughs> talk about? I want to talk about how bad a movie The Dark Knight is. Mmm. Wow. <laughs> The dark, honestly, just Nolan films in oh, general, overrated. Bro, you know that? <laughs> honestly, Michael Bay is better guy. Like, he I think kind of just. I think we just need to. That is the official stance of the Act Four podcast that Michael Bay is a better and more talented director than Christopher Nolan. All Christopher Nolan does is just spectacle. I have to agree, Joe. Stay They're silent like if you agree. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Joe agrees. Joe agrees. Um, yeah. There's that new Nolan movie coming out. I don't think I'm gonna go watch it. No, I just don't I think have it's... no desire. I am excited for Transformer Seven. <laughs> that is the movie I'm looking forward to the most. Definitely. Michael Bay's. No, is it seven? It, is it seven? Bumblebee. Oh, I just made up a random number. Is there actually six of them? Um, I, I'm, I'm um, sure seven will come along. Transformers, at some point. the first one. Then uh, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I've only seen the first one. The second one. The third I wasn't one, even allowed to watch one. that as a kid. I think the fourth one is Age of Extinction. Can you guess why I wasn't allowed to watch Transformers as a kid? Is it the female lead? <laughs> yeah, it's Megan Fox. One hundred percent. That's why I couldn't watch it. Oh, okay, six. So six. Is, so I'm but, excited for seven. Hey, but I'm excited for seven. <laughs> it's gonna come after six. Is is Bumblebee a standalone? It's it's like Transformers five. Got it. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. You know what? So okay, so I never like really got to watch the Transformers movies as a kid, but I loved the Transformers toys, like oh, the bro, action the figures. I had one. Uh, well, actually, so I, I got had a bum- the, I got a you, Bumblebee for you, Christmas. Did you have Did you have the Star Wars Transformers? There's a Star Wars oh Transformers, my, bro. I gotta find a photo of them and show you. It was a cool thing because it was like because I grew up, you know, prequels were coming out, yeah, yeah. and they made after Episode Two, they made um, you know the the opening of like Star Wars 
episode two where they're like flying through this the city, you know? Yeah. Um, like Anakin and Obi Wan, or is that three? Three. I don't. One of those ones. How three does two is, open? Three is they fly through the battle. It's a battle, not a city. Yeah, I think two opens the city because two is the one where they're trying to protect the queen, right? Is definitely three. Is it? It's most definitely three that they start with that. Hmm. No, I, no, because I I feel like Anakin has the short hair in that scene that I'm specifically thinking of. Maybe they start with them flying. Maybe I don't know. Regardless, well, every, also, oh, regardless, hold, hold, it's hold, those hold, hold, ships. Hold, 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 hold. What? First things first. Oh no! What are we doing? Oh, uh, we're backtracking. You're now? interrupting us again. No, no. First, this was the whole reason you were quiet. Hold up. <laughs> what else would you do with a wheelbarrow? Giraffe is sick, and if you talk about it about Nolan again, I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. That's all. I got the Spider-Man trailer. I'm looking up, I'm looking up the opening. And I got the Spider-Man trailer. I'm so upset. Hold me down bad. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Let's see. This is... Attack There's the a good Attack chance of the that both of them scene. start with them just flying well, around. Every because, single... Like, that's how Star Wars... Every be. single number Star Wars starts with it in space. I mean, yeah, I know that. Yeah. So maybe. I don't know. I no, know. No, episode two starts with um, the exploding ship. And them killing the decoy. Yeah, episode uh, three is episode three is where they're flying around, and then they like slide into the thing. But episode two is also where they th- fly through a city. They're going to get the bounty hunt. Yeah. So I don't. I think he might be thinking that, that's, of episode that's two. That's probably where I picked it, but just it's the, not the opening. Okay, regardless. Anyways, those ships that they fly, where it's like flat and it's got the top. If Zekker was here, he'd know. Regardless, those ships, they transformed one of like Obi Wan's transformed into Obi Wan Kenobi, and the other one transformed into Anakin. And so, like, they were Transformers. They were they were Star Wars prequels Transformers, and they were so cool. Okay. That was trying. That was what I was trying to get to. But gotcha. they were they were very dope. I just and in general, like, I had like a Transformer. It was like a tank, and it transformed into like a robot. It was like I don't. I just loved the Transformers toys as a kid. I asked for one every year for Christmas. Bro, they were so so cool. So they were, cool. they were so dope. Joe is intense. You're looking it up. He's looking it up. I think you might be thinking three. If if there was two ships, you're definitely thinking of three. Yeah, it was. No, Yo. no, was not that. That's Darth Maul. That was dope. But it was that same like series of ones. But it was an it was specifically the one that I played with the most was the Obi Wan Kenobi one. Um, but my it was, yeah, they were very cool. My dinosaur. My dinosaur <laughs> was just. It was it. What was like your favorite toy? Yes, that was yes. That's it. Yeah, that's episode. It had a lightsaber. That's episode three. That's episode three. Yeah, they were so cool. The tran the. Star Wars Transformers. Because he got like the like the red and gray one, and then uh-huh. Anakin's, Anakin's in the is yellow. The yellow. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, three. That's, that's three. Yes. So, anyways, yeah, that was like he was saying city. Really I was cool, just making sure. It was a really cool toy that I had. <laughs> it's not a city. They're fine. You were gonna say something. Well, I was just gonna see like, did you guys like have a toy that like as a kid you like played with like more than any of your others or like a favorite toy? Because I can remember specifically like I had like a toy set, um, and it was Ninja Turtles. Like it was like. It was like a dollhouse, basically. It was that same sort of energy, but it was Ninja Turtles, so it was cool. But it was like a mm-hmm. sewer, and it like opened up, and it had like all the layers for the Ninja Turtle base, and it had like a subway train, and it had like I had like all the Ninja Turtles, and like they had like a car or something. It was like so cool, and it was just I played with that thing for years and years. Like I had all the Ninja Turtle action figures, and it was so dope. Did you have like your like favorite like toy as like a kid? The dinosaur. Uh, the <laughs> dinosaur, really? The, di- the dinosaur. Okay. Did the dinosaur have any like friends, or is it just him? Oh, it definitely did. It had the Velociraptor, but that one didn't have like the. It couldn't. It couldn't move. move. It was just a Velociraptor. There was an entire set. Uh, how again, long did How long did you play with the dinosaur, bro? 
Because you got it when you were like three, right? Yeah. So you said 2004. So when you were three, almost four. Uh, I guarantee you, I probably played with it until I was like seven. And okay. then, and that then actually we, uh, doesn't seem that long. I was, then, I was honestly expecting double digits. I thought he was going to be like, <laughs> yeah, it was about 10 years old. And I was no, like, fair enough. We, we got rid of it when I was 10. <laughs> we got rid of it when I was 10. We gave it away to another family when I was 10. Now that I do remember. Actually, I know, I, know what I, I know what I played with the most. We had a box. And I'm talking like this gigantic tub of Thomas the Tank Engine tracks and trains. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, did I make just a lab of tracks around the house. So did my brother. My brother is 11 years older than me. 100% was also building tracks um, when I was I had tracks. I had trains as a kid. Oh, yeah. I had like the wooden like train mm-hmm. sets and stuff. I, I did have that. I was a big Lego kid. Legos. Not even... Like, I didn't have sets or anything. Like, I didn't have, like, Star Wars Legos just, or anything. Just, had the just a ginormous bin of Legos. Yeah, we had, yeah. We had, we had that, that for sure growing up. I had, like, chests of them that rolled into the bed. And yeah. then I just, like, just build stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Let's, let, I want to be an architecture student. That worked, so. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Legos. And uh-huh. Lincoln Logs. Bro, Lincoln Logs. Lincoln, Lincoln Logs were Lincoln dope. Were, yeah. Lincoln Logs, Lincoln Logs, TBH cooler than Legos. I had, I had Hot a Lincoln. take. I had a Lincoln Log set that was um the Worldness Lodge at Disney. It was, okay, it was gas. It was they gas. had Lincoln Log sets. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I just I just had a bucket of Lincoln Logs. I didn't know that they had like to explain actual things to you explain it to Peyton because you're uncultured at Disney knowledge. Yeah. Worldness Lodge is a hotel that's like themed after like a ginormous log cabin at mm-hmm. Walt Disney World in Orlando. So like, it, I mean, I it, gathered it, that it much from the Lincoln Wilderness Log. Lodge. It definitely did. And that's cool. They just said yeah. Disney. And then you had to pay way too much money for it. It was cool, though. They got, um, there's this, like, restaurant in Rona's Lodge. And they just, like, randomly, like, start singing and stuff like that. And, like, if you ask for ketchup, they bring you, like, 20 bottles of ketchup and stuff. <laughs> just It's just, like, does. a meme restaurant. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, like, 95% sure it's called Whistling Canyon. Cannot confirm. I don't remember. I yeah, Peyton, can, I, cannot I know confirm because I've never been. Peyton, yeah. fact check? Fact check? You want me to fact check right now? No, I actually know that that's right. Okay. Built he different. Because right. I, I could ask Siri, but it's about all the fact-checking that I can do. Their bacon cheeseburger kind of slap. Welcome to the Act 4 podcast. Your go-to post-movie podcast. It's a podcast about movies. My name's Peyton. I'm Connor. And I'm Joe. We keep him in the corner. Merry Christmas from the Act 4 podcast. This is our final episode of this very short run of episodes that we've done. We're going to call it season four. Season four. Yeah. But was it really a season? I don't know. But we'll, we're going to call it that. It was like an EP. Yeah. Yeah. It was an EP. The, la- the last few seasons have been LPs, but this one this one's definitely an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all separate, though, so I don't know how that works in the podcast. Yo. Though, but. It's a limited run. Next spring, all right, so like after break. So we've had like, we're like two albums in, and now we have like EP, you know? Uh-huh. Three albums. This That's is, what I hey, said. This is the Christmas album. Three albums. And an EP. An EP. An EP. Next spring's got to be a mixtape, right? Yeah. Mm. 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 Yeah. Mm. What does that, what does that even, what does that even look like? What does a podcast mixtape look like? I don't know. Like Do we little... just take our favorite bits from each episode and like merge them into a singular episode that we release nah, like modern music like a mixtape doesn't even mean what a mixtape actually is anymore 
It means... It's just what you call it. Like an EP is usually like four songs or something like that. Four or five. Mixtape's mm-hmm. usually like six to eight. And then like if you're getting in like the 10 range, then you got an album. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. So yeah. we so we just got to do a, a pretty so a season that's slightly longer than this one, yeah, but less so yeah. than previous seasons. So maybe maybe season three was a mixtape then because it was shorter than both season one and two. To be fair, that is true. We how many just, episodes was that one? I don't even remember. I don't remember I either. You. you can take a peek. Anyways, uh, the the point still stands. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy, Happy Holidays. Hanukkah. Hanukkah is over Hanukkah now, is but over. I hope those of you that celebrate Hanukkah had a very pleasant Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, all inclusive over here at the Akbar Podcast. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you celebrate. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about Christmas, though. So this episode, not as inclusive. But we had six episodes in season three. Oh yeah, that's for sure. You not rocking with Christmas? Mixed Stop tape. listening. <laughs> we we talking about it. That's that's what's happening. If you didn't gather that from our little intro bit. Or if you don't rock with Christmas, you can keep listening, but you're going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah, please listen to the whole thing. We get money. But um, <laughs> not much, but some. It's, it's not much. Yeah, everybody keep listening because we like spreading the holiday spirit. Holiday cheer. It's not about the money. Yeah, it's not about the money. Do you know what is about the money? Hallmark Christmas movies. They suck. They're terrible. They're awful. They're they all the exact keep... same movie, but they just make money. They just uh, got to keep hey, making cards, bro. Come out. Stay in your lane, Hallmark. Come out. It's ridiculous. They are the same. All of them. Yep. Every single one of them. Slightly different, but the same. They don't same, suck. But different. They don't, they, don't, they don't suck. Yes, they do. Nah. Have you ever sat down and enjoyed one? I've not not enjoyed it. That does... No, they, okay, they're bad. I, I think they're objectively not good. I movies. think if you're really about to die on a hill for movies you're feeling like indifferent towards. If you're feeling indifferent towards a movie, it's a bad movie. Word. Oh, because that means it didn't do its job. You either rocking with the movie or you're not. It's really that simple. I think it's very black and white. No, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. Okay, so what do you like about Hallmark Christmas movies, Connor? I'm I mean, dying to hear this. They're Christmas movies. I like me some Christmas movies. I love I know, them. I know, but there's there are good-ish Christmas movies. Good-ish. I, okay, I don't think that there is a single great Christmas movie. That is false. We, we will talk about that, but I, I have... Then again, I've not seen every Christmas movie, but I don't think... Even my favorite Christmas movie, sure, I give it five stars on Letterboxd, but that's mostly a meme. It's not a great movie. I just love it, and it's nostalgic, and it's my favorite Christmas movie. But I don't think that there's a Christmas movie that I would consider great. They're great for what they are, but in terms of all movies, they're not great. But so, okay... I want to. I really want to hear why you think Hallmark Christmas movies are good. I'm just. I didn't say they're good. I said they were mid. <laughs> no, really? I said they were mid. Okay, so why are they not bad? That's the first time you said mid. That is false. Yeah, you didn't say mid before that. Maybe, maybe you just right. said you just said that they didn't. This suck. man just said that was false. Like we don't have like an audio recording of what you said and did not say. Mm-hmm. You played yourself. We go back we're and gonna, listen to it. We're we'll have, go back we'll, and listen. We'll have to our it. producer go ahead and listen to it because they're yeah. they're live monitoring this. Go ahead, producer. <laughs> You're a fool. Go ahead and listen back and then let us know. You're a fool, Connor no, Drake. But, okay, but You're a fool. I need to, I need to hear why why are they not bad? I'm just a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Man. No, what about them is not bad? What specifically? Oh, bad. Couldn't tell you. Exactly. It's cuz they're bad. <laughs> Let me tell you right what, now. What about them is bad? For, for those of you that have never seen a Hallmark Christmas movie, I'm going to describe the plot of every single one. There's a woman. She lives in a small town. Uh, or okay, or, there's or, one or, of two plots. Listen, okay. Plot one: Small town lives, or New York City. Listen, that's woman, it. No, listen. Okay, but they're they're both involved. There's 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 big city, little city, and every single one. Either the woman lives 
in a small town and there's a big a guy from a big town comes into her small town or 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 a girl from a small town left the small town to go work in the big city she comes back to the small town and meets a guy who's there one of those two ways this woman is either a baker a journalist <laughs> that's been i think that's a couple um photographer seems very much in the hallmark lane um i feel like there's probably something random like a like a vet or christmas tree farmer or some crazy stuff like that but but bake baker is the main one um she probably works at a bakery um and and the whole thing is that either she meets this dude from a big city or she comes back from the big city and meets this dude in the small town and, just talk, and they don't like each other the plot you're describing right now is literally just don't stop believing <laughs> I've never seen Don't Stop Believing. No, it's the, the, song. the song Don't Stop Believing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I've, oh. I was like I was like, what? I've, I've never seen Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> I've not. I thought you were talking about a movie. So anyways, um but so so she she comes back and she she meets this guy, whether he's from a big town or she came back from a big town, whatever it is, and she doesn't like him. He he is either too uppity for her. Or she's too uppity hey, for him. It's one of those two. He also doesn't like Christmas. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where I was getting. And then... <laughs> Never. And then someone... Never does. One of them... Well, sometimes she doesn't like Christmas. But most of the time, it's the guy. Doesn't like Christmas. She doesn't like him. But then there's something like a Christmas pageant or a competition or something where they have to now... Now they got to like hang out and spend time together. And then she realizes, dang, this dude's not that bad, but he hates Christmas. So she makes him love Christmas and they fall in love. And then she doesn't return to the big city and she stays in the small town or he doesn't return to the big city and stays in the small town and they live happily ever after. That's every Hallmark Christmas movie ever. Time out. And the old people eat it up. Time out. They eat it up. Old people. My mom eats it up. Time out. The old people eat it up. Time out. My mom's like 40. <laughs> She's not that old. The adults Time eat out. it up. There we go. <laughs> you forgot. No, really. But you not forgot. us. Not, not us. Older adults, not the young adults. You, for, you forgot. You forgot a plot point. Uh oh, what what did I miss? You forgot the third act conflict. There's something that goes on in the third act. Oh, I mean that's every movie ever. Well, yeah, that's like, just that's just how movies be. That's true. But yeah, but so I mean they're just that's true. They're for, they're true. they're formulaic, and that's where I think it makes them bad, and I don't think you can ever consider them good, is because they're extremely formulaic, and that's why some people don't like Marvel movies because they're like, eh, it's too formula. But I feel like Marvel movies break the formula pretty often. I don't think they're. I don't think that you can look at two Marvel movies really side by side. After you get past the initial, like, phase one, some of those are pretty formula. But, like, you can't look at them side by side and be like, wow, they're the exact same plot. You can look at, like, almost every Hallmark movie. I'm sure they have some that break the mold a little. But for the vast majority of them, they're the same. But the thing is, is the formula sells. And so they're not going to change it. Is that women, specifically, middle-aged, I think it's safe to say middle-aged white women, eat it up. They love it. They, they, they adore it. They love the story. I don't get it, but they do. Hallmark is on. It ain't broke, so I ain't gonna fix it. Absolutely, and and they shouldn't. I, it's as much as I think they're bad. It's a good business model. I mean, it makes them money and it works, and they love it. They got a clearly defined market. Yeah, like all the power to them. So they're they're gonna stay making Hallmark Christmas movies, and and the thing is, is it's it's sort of genius because they only have to make one or two new ones a year because they just they just play the same ones every single year. And people are going to, the women are going to watch them hey, and then they and drop they, their new they, one every year. Not everyone will see it that year. They'll see it next year because they only release those, you know, for about a month when they do their Hallmark Christmas thingy. They ain't even going to notice. They ain't even going to notice. notice at all. One. 
They're going to be like, oh, look. (laughs) Well, they'll be like, dang, I haven't seen this one before. But I recognize that actor. That's what my mom will do. She can't really recognize any actors or actresses in movies unless they've been in a Hallmark movie. But she'll do that where she'll we'll be watching something. She'll be like, oh, I know her. What's she in? And my dad will be like, a Hallmark movie. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, she's in a few of those. Because they use like the same actors and actresses in all of them. My mom can recognize those people very easily. Yeah, so, yeah that's that's where <laughs> that's a hill that I'll die on, though, is that Hallmark Christmas movies are bad. That's fine. Um, and then and then the other hill, we kind of already talked about it. I think this is a great conversation to have. I don't think that there are any great Christmas movies in, in the in the context of all movies ever. I think that if you're looking at it within the context of just Christmas movies and what they are and what they try to accomplish. I think there are great Christmas movies within that context, if that makes sense. But I think in the scope okay. of all cinema, all movies, I don't think there, there are any Christmas movies that I have seen that I would consider to be great. Okay. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Elf. Elf? Joe? Also Elf. Also Elf? I'd say if you're limiting it to, like, if you're looking at, like, just, like, the best comedies of all time, I think Elf is actually, like, pretty high up there. Yeah. I think Elf is easily, in, in my book, Will Ferrell's best comedy movie. Um, it, it at, at least in terms of what I, because I know I know there are other ones. You'll you'll probably say Step Brothers or, or something. Yeah, <laughs> I I like Elf more, For but sure. that's also probably because there's a lot of nostalgia. It's probably a top. It's definitely top five of his comedy movies. Um, but you would have to consider it being one of his better movies but, if you're going to call it one of the best comedy movies of all time. You would have to consider it to be like his number one or number two movie at that point because I think he has dominated during the 2000s. He dominated. Like the comedy movie, he did it that. And so I, I think that like, if you're gonna consider Elf to be one of the best comedic movies of all time, you have to consider it in his top three movies. I'll give you that. You, you could. I'd put it. You could only. Then I don't think you can consider it to be one of the best comedic movies of all time. No, because I think the other three above it are also some of the best ones. Are you saying Anchorman, Talladega, Step Brothers? Correct. Yeah, I I figured Uh, that's what you were gonna say. I give Talladega, Step Brothers, Elf is three. I'd put Elf at one. I'd put Elf, Step Brothers, Talladega, probably something else above. I don't think Anchorman's that great. Anchorman, Anchorman's fine. Anchorman's funny. I just I don't I don't think it's all that. Yeah. Um Paxton did not like it. Paxton bought Anchorman one and two, watched Anchorman one, did not enjoy it. Really? He was so disappointed. Dang. Because he got it because he's like, I'm probably gonna like him. So he got him the double feature for like five bucks or whatever. Didn't like it. Go. <laughs> he should just give it to me. But yeah, no, I'm Good. I'm about to go take that. Yeah, I don't think he's watched two yet, but two is worse than one. So two yeah. is worse. That is true. And the he, first he one's really like good. I, don't one. care what I think the first one's fine. But yeah, what's your favorite Christmas movie, Connor? Uh, mine is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the live action version. Okay, with Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Okay. Yes, um, it's absolutely phenomenal. I love Jim Carrey in it. Um, it's got just amazing quotes, mm-hmm. uh, and it just I can watch that movie not at Christmas time and enjoy it. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely I know people that do that. I do yeah. that. You you know, it's a it's yeah. easily a person a, in this room. I think that's a top tier Christmas movie. Um, I, I would I would probably I would definitely rank that top top five Christmas movies. Probably top three. It's, um, it's a great. It's adaptation really good too. Great adaptation. I have you guys seen on TikTok the videos of the Grinch at um Universal? Universal? Yeah. yeah, so good. They're it's really funny. It. Honestly, like how well their actors do at imitating Jim Carrey as <laughs> the Grinch, it's really good. 
it's it's honestly like super phenomenal and it's just like it's just a the, dude but they do a, a really good job of like imitating um and doing just a really fantastic impression of, of his character specifically <laughs> i think the only thing they don't really get is the, the facial expression because jim carrey can do those facial expressions like those yeah. those are that was not makeup that's not like, yeah and, anything like that is him doing the facial expression yeah and and he's also doing it for like for a movie it, i think it's a little bit different context but they just they're improvising that's the crazy thing is that they improvise on the spot the way they interact yeah. with people they they become the character and it's just really cool to see mm-hmm. um i was just thinking about that when you brought up um that being your favorite christmas movie that's, that's do, you, such a good christmas do you guys movie. have any christmas movies that you dislike that you consider to be bad or not necessarily bad you just they annoy you or you just don't really like them i got two i got because I got one that I can think of. I'm a. I know what I know what one of Joe's are, and I agree with it. Uh, I'm going. I have. I have one, and it's not a singular Christmas. It is, um, a Christmas Carol. Any retelling. I'm not a fan, except for Scrooge. Scrooge is the only good one. Scrooge is really good. I've not seen, um, that. But Bill freaking Murray, man. Yeah, yeah it is phenomenal. It. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> that that is the only good retelling of a Christmas Carol. Um, the other ones, not not very good. Not a fan of the Mickey Mouse one. Not a fan of Christmas Carol with, with Jim Carrey. The animated one. Not a fan of... That one's animation is terrifying. Oh, it is. I, it's it's reminiscent of what my I'll, movie that I'm going to mention is. Hey, I'll go... I'll go... I'll go uh, second best one is The Muppets. That's the second one. And that's Man, Payne, we about to dunk all over Polar Express. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Polar Express. That movie so gross. I, so, okay. Other than the hot chocolate it's song, not, it ain't got nothing for me. So, okay, I'm going to say, bro, I don't think the movie's terrible. I think that it, I dislike it because of what it became in elementary school. Um, it was just like, it was a thing you did every year. Yep. And while it was like, it was like a fun day. It was like, oh, we get to drink hot chocolate. And we get to watch a movie and that's fun. But it's just like, it's not a great, like I would have rather, if we would have watched Elf every year. Oh my, that would have been amazing. That day like, was only fun because you don't have to do school. I know it wasn't because the movie was good. So I think that in hindsight, like as a kid, I liked it a lot more. But just the movie itself, I don't think is a very strong movie, and it's freaky. It all the the animation just falls into that uncanny valley of just like it's just weird. And I give it to you, the animation is is, is a little freaky. I'm a bad. fan of the Polar Express. I knew you. I would like be. it. You like Hallmark movies. Bro, I feel like there's very few that you're gonna dislike in terms bro, of Christmas movies. I they drift a train. <laughs> they drift a train. I know. They drift a train. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, drifting a train is canceled out by the sicko mode Mo Bamba kid. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's so cringe. Was, he's supposed to be though. There that... might not. He's got to be in my top five of movie characters that I'd absolutely just love to just rock. <laughs> he's just, just got a punchable just face. Punch him so hard. Mm-hmm. Just punch him into like next week, bro. I have to. I'm a bureau. Yeah, yeah. But that's supposed to like you're supposed to not like him. Also, that little girl looks like ASAP Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those memes online. Like, she just does. She looks like you a said it. 2020 rapper. You said it, and I'm never, <laughs> never going to not see it now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. All right. Your favorite Christmas movie, Connor, is The Grinch, Jim yes. Carrey. Joe's, your elf, mine's elf. If I'm going to pick, like, an alternate. I wanna, so that's like where I was, not... I'm going to ask your top three. I want to see what are the two behind it. Okay. So, my top three. Because if you need time to think, I've got Elf at one. I had one alternate, and then you were like, "Give me another one." And I was yeah, like, yeah. "Whoa, whoa, number whoa, one, whoa. number one for me, Elf." I think that's super easy for me to put it there. Number yeah. two, the Santa Claus. 
That's Tim Allen. One. That's a great one. I love it. Um, still don't think it's a great movie, but I love it in the term of like Christmas movies. Number three, probably Home Alone. Okay. Um, Home Alone is just really nostalgic. Had it on VHS. Love it. Um, it's probably of all the Christmas movies ever. Home Alone might be technically like the best in terms of like standing against other movies. Okay. Unless you like consider like Die Hard and some of those, which we'll probably talk about. Oh, yeah. But Home Alone on its own, just as a movie, I think stands above the rest by a lot. Um, yeah, so that's probably my top three would be, would be those three. Okay. Uh, I got... The Grinch? The Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. The Grinch is another one. Yeah, that's the That's the one. Illumination one. Mm-hmm. It's called The Grinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. The Illumination one, underrated, actually. I will stick. I've I, not seen it. I've seen it. It's all right. The comedy like works for me, and then Tyler the Creator. Is it like the Lorax? Mid- yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just Do you not a- like the Lorax. It was meh. I'm not a fa- I'm not a fan of the the how they like the Grinch is not as mean. I'm I'm a fan of a mean Grinch at first. He's just like grumpy. Yeah, he's just grumpy in in the Grinch, but he like in both of the other Grinches, he is a mean man. The dog. Um, what's the dog's name? Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max in the Illumination one is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I'll give you that. And then they, like, find this, like, one really fat reindeer, yeah. and he's also adorable, and then, like, yeah. there's, like, this one scene later in the movie, like, kind of a spoiler, but they, like, <laughs> so they have, like, this one fat reindeer, and they have him pulling the sleigh, you know, and then they they meet the other reindeer's family, and the green, and then the Grinch is like, oh my goodness, it's his family, and he lets him go and be with his family, and it's, like, the sweetest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I will. I will agree. will. Keenan Thompson's also in that movie, so <laughs> he's just like a really like zany character, you know, just being really zany. loud. Yeah. Back to my list. Yeah, I want. I, I want to hear list. your list. Uh, we're going. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Christmas. Uh, then it's Charlie Brown's Christmas. Okay. That's that's a phenomenal. I watched that. That is probably the one of the biggest Christmas traditions I have is watching that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandma loves it. My mom loves it. I love it. My dad loves it. It's just, it's a great overall mm-hmm. just movie. And the third one, I'm, I'm really just trying to, trying to stall time here to, to decide what my third one. I, have, I like a lot of Christmas. So I think he's going to say like Fred Claus or something. Hey, <laughs> don't sleep on Fred Claus. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of all right. It's kind of all right. Not enough to be in your top three above. Elf and above, like Home Alone. Like I don't think you I could think, justify putting it above those. I but, think I'm going Elf. But yeah, I feel like Elf is Elf is solid. Elf is so strong. It's such a strong movie. All right, Joe. Top All right, Elf at the top. You know yep. what it is. Yeah. Number two, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm, that's a good one. How much that movie is quoted in the Henry family is absurd. <laughs> like even this. just like through like it's not even just Christmas time. It's just year round. Mm-hmm. We're just making references to that movie. We, I watched it with some friends the other night, and I'm just like saying lines as they're happening, like it's like a stand-up special that I've seen a thousand times, and I was just dying laughing because I haven't seen it in a year, and it was great. Number three, you just reminded me of it because I was thinking about doing Charlie Brown because that like is a tradition of my family, and then it reminded me of another tradition, which is Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Anybody I, know what this is? Yes. yes. I have to watch it every year. If we were going to say a movie I dislike, I was going to mention that one as well. Bro, you're so wrong for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. Is that I your have, three? Is Emmett Otter? I I'm thinking that, about it. Oh I don't my, know what this movie so is. Wholesome. Oh, it's so wholesome. It bad, makes me bro. happy how much my mom likes it. Sue me. It Sue ma- me. My, okay, my grandma 
loves it. She adores it. We and got we it on VHS. It we have I've never seen this movie. We have so it's a Jim Henson. We've li- we've movie. literally kept our VHS player to watch this movie. My my grandma bought it for me on DVD for my 18th birthday. We also have it on DVD. and We still watch it on VHS. That's, yeah, that's wholesome. It's that's thank wholesome. It is. It is. Thank you. It is a wholesome tradition in my. family. I don't think we haven't I done it in a like while. It. We haven't done it in a while because like I've been gone at like college and stuff like that, and I come back for winter break and we like don't have time to like fit it in my sister's been gone for a while now too mm-hmm. i'm bringing it back this year yeah. we're watching maybe, this movie. okay maybe so well, I, probably, I can see why would, you would enjoy so that would make your mom's night so i've watched she's this. gonna listen to this and be like oh my gosh she remembers that that's a movie that we watched and then we're gonna watch it at some point this break and she's gonna love it okay so i get why you're a hater you. no because because you're nostalgic for it because it's been time so me every single christmas so we would have to watch this on so for my dad's side of the family, when we go to their Christmas, um, we do their Christmas on Christmas Eve, go to my mom's side for Christmas Day. And so we'll open gifts that night, Christmas Eve. But before we can open gifts, we have to watch Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. And it's just like, it's excruciating, especially when you're a kid and you just want, you just want to open your gifts. You see them all there. They've got your name on it. You just want to open them. But you have to sit there and you have to watch these puppets sing about putting holes in wash tubs. And... It, it just what like is this movie i know it's what is this movie? i can explain the plot to you if you would like but so i've seen it every year my whole life um or at least since i was like young it, it hasn't been my whole life but it's got an 8.1 on imdb oh i know it's it's technically i mean it's a it's a jim henson movie there's not very many bad ones those yeah and and the music's good and like it's a good story and it is cute and it's wholesome nominated I just, for four emmys and four. i just the only the, the reason that I this say guy, I this dis- guy's like there's no good Christmas movies. The reason that I say I dislike it is just because of the fact that like it's a thing I have to watch. Okay, it's not a thing that like it wasn't like a as a kid it wasn't like a fun tradition. It was like a oh we have to do this. It wasn't something I grew to love. I just I just found your IMDb review. What? Four out of ten stars. Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> <laughs> but it's do you want to know the the plot? I don't. Anyway, I'll, I'll watch yeah. it eventually. It's, it's really short. It's not a very long movie at all. I found, like 30, it, I, found, I found your second review, your Uh-oh. burner account review, 4 out of 10. Terrible, unless you have fond childhood memories of it, which I don't. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Uh-huh. it's How many IMDb accounts you got? Like seven. Six. <laughs> seven. You forgot about Peyton Shelton 2424. Oh, man. You Wait get it because cause, cause his is Joseph Henry 2424. Yeah. Anyways. I don't even have an IMDb account. Joke's on I don't you. either. I should get one though. <laughs> way, Why would you torch. need IMDb? Just when you torch. can have Letterbox. This episode is brought to you by Letterbox. Everybody should download it because it's be really great. fun. Follow us on there. Yeah, if you have Letterbox, add add us. I feel like we need. One I'm really active. We, like, we, we should plug Joseph those Henry, in the Connor Drake. We should plug them on Instagram. I feel like we need. We really should. I want, make one I want more four. people to follow us. Well, I don't know what we would really do for the Act Four one. Just do the ones that we've watched. We got a lot of differing opinions. But but now. but it's for like logging and reviewing films. So yeah. like I don't know how you do that for Act That's true. You see, okay, Connor, you don't understand Letterboxd, and we can tell this. You want to know how we know? Because you made it. I made it. And then you proceeded to log, surfs up, <laughs> give it five stars, and never do anything again. You added your top four movies. The top four. Uh-huh. Logged one movie, and your profile picture ain't even you. Yep. Yep. So yep. <laughs> that's goofy. That's fine. Okay. Call me what I, want. I, I will say I've really gotten into letterbox this semester. Bailey had me download it like over a year, like, like over a year ago, he had me download it and I downloaded it and I tried to use it and I just didn't get it. It didn't click. It didn't make sense. I was like, I don't, I don't see it. So I deleted it. And I've then been on the wave, I brought it 
And then I got back into it again, like last spring. So a, a little less than a year ago, but I, re I wasn't consistently like logging reviews. And since I started like consistently like reviewing films and like logging that um, this fall, I've gotten really into Letterboxd and I really enjoy it. Um, and I've seen, I can like see the fun in it. Um, but for a long time, I didn't like get it. You kind yeah. of just have to like commit to just like, it's got to become part of your movie watching routine that you watch a movie and then you log it. And then it starts to become fun because it becomes like a reward. Mandatory shout out Nate Jones. Likes all our reviews. I, yeah, I don't get it. It's last night, about two in the morning, we logged our review for First Man and homie liked it about within like 15 minutes. minutes. He's got no, it was, it was like 15 on. minutes later. But still, it was just like late at night. Don't know why he was up. Don't know why he, because you don't get notifications when people post or. I don't reviews. even think you can put on notifications or something. I don't think I don't so. Think that's he, an option. he did. If you can, I don't know how to do it. But he, if you can, just be, he definitely he does. Just, he just, stays he just patrols check, that. I think he just stays checking letterbox like every like thirty minutes, seeing if someone is posting. I, review. I reviewed something on a Friday night. The next day, we were at a Florida football game. <laughs> yeah, and we're sitting there. It's <laughs> halftime of the football game, and I get a <laughs> notification from Nate, who's sitting like seven seats down on my right, that he liked one of my reviews. He's just on letterbox at halftime at of the half football time. game that he's at. Yeah. It's just so funny. Like, go off, King. <laughs> I, I'll probably give it to you. I don't really, I don't really enjoy it. It's not that fun. Y'all told me to download it, so I did. Bro, you have to. You just got to get into it. It becomes fun once you, you just, you, you got to just log or Like you said, it's got to be part of every your routine. Time. Every time you watch a movie, log a movie. Like, we're going to go see a movie tonight. Myself, Peyton, Bailey, we're all going to pull our phones out as the credits are There's a difference, though. Mm -hmm. Y'all have opinions about movies. You don't, your review doesn't have to be legitimate. No, the You're, problem the problem is is that most of the movies I go and see, I that's cool. Okay, and that's fine. You just just give them all five. I stars. think I haven't given a bad review to a movie I've watched in like I, two weeks. So I saw a person on Letterboxd and their their rating system, they only rate movies one star, three stars, or five stars. Those are the three ways that they rate them. Three star mid, one star they didn't like it, three star they liked it. Do that. That's how they rate it. There like, you go. If if that's if you don't like if you can't like scale them on a scale of one to ten, which is what Letterboxd basically is, because half stars. Yeah. Just say meh, liked it, didn't like it. Just think of every movie. Just think of every movie on a scale of Surf's Up to Happy Feet Two. Mm -hmm. And where do you put it? You on put the scale? that in your head, yep. and boom, there you go. Rating system, you got it. I think we need to do Happy Feet sometime because I actually like Happy Feet One and Two, and you slander it all the time. But Bro, I it's rock just with, not I, a good. I rock it's with not them. a good movie. I rock with them. They're nostalgic. I've seen them, and I just don't even care. They're nostalgic. I, I don't like there's love a, there's them. Like, they're a, not like my favorite. There's movies, a better there's... penguin movie about them surfing. I think they're just bland surf movies. There's surf. no surfing in Happy Feet, bro. Yeah, I know. It's tap dancing. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem is that there's no surfing. There's no surfing. <laughs> Why bro. would I want to watch a movie about penguins dancing if I know if I can watch a movie about penguins surfing? Oh, I'm not bro. arguing that it's better than Surf's Up. It's definitely not. But I don't. I think the hate that you give it is undeserved. Anyways, um, it's that. Uh, Speaking of hate. Joe, we, we haven't talked about yours. <laughs> yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. No, we didn't. In That's how we got on that whole rabbit no, hole. Bro. We haven't talked about his hate of movies. I've told mine. We've said yours. We talked about Polar Express. Yeah, we talked about Polar Express. We talked about your hate. We talked about mine. We haven't done Joe. That's what I'm saying. Joe's Polar Express as well. Yeah, yeah but you, had had did you, have, you had another one? You had another one. Oh, yeah. Hold up. Let me set up. We're we about to make your dad <laughs> hey, up. Exactly. Let me set up. Okay, here we go. Because I, I agree with this one. Dad, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. 
A Christmas Story is not that good. It's not a good. It's movie. just not that good. It's. I think mm. it's consistently the most overrated Christmas movie. Like TBS airs this for twenty four hours straight on Christmas. Twenty four hours straight. They just put the movie on loop. And my dad sits there and watches it. Over and over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all, y'all know the leg lamp? My dad has one. I've not seen this movie. So okay. I'm not going to get it. Let's just talk to Connor. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> he got the leg lamp. I mean, like, that, it's kind of that's, funny. That's kind of funny. I'll give him that. The one part of the movie that I like is um the fact that- Is this that, the one with the BB gun and he's going to yes. shoot his eye yeah, out with yeah, it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've not seen the movie. I just know that part. <laughs> that's so stupid. Um, Come on. The one part of the movie that's funny Come is on. the mispronouncing of fragile. Because that's something I've seen the movie so much that like I always think of Fragile. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the one lasting thing I have from this movie, other than like just disdain and hatred for it because I have to watch it all the I, time. I'll give it to. You. That's how I feel about Emmett Otter. I'm not a. I just have to watch it all the time, and I just the the there we go. The fragile thing doesn't get me. Thing against me every time is when they go to the when they go to the Chinese place for dinner, and he's like, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't like my food smiling at me. And he just takes the butcher knife and cuts the head off the goose. It gets me every time. It gets me. It's so funny. It's so funny. But I will agree with you, Joe. That that movie is. It's not good. It's not good. I watched it too much. Yeah, like the much. whole bit with like his like tongue getting stuck to the pole. That's mildly funny the first time, and then after that, it's just the kid yelling "stuck" for like five minutes, and you're like, "Can you shut up, please?" Please. Hmm. And then please you the, shut up. And then you got the bit where he has to wear the bunny pajamas. That's all right. You get the whole bit where you shoot your eye out, kid, which comes up every single. Yeah. I will say the 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 fudge where he goes, fudge, but I didn't say fudge. Oh, yeah. That one's pretty good. Minus five points for constant narration. Yeah. I've not seen it, so I have I have no thoughts. Yeah. That's enough slander. I don't want to talk about it All right. Anymore. So I, I, want, I want to talk about, because uh, earlier I was, I was going to kind of transition to it. Speaking of hate, there's there is this ongoing debate on the internet um, and, and has been ongoing for a while. And it gets a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this idea, or, or really it's this question, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, and I think that we should today, uh, the Act 4 podcast, I think we should take a stance on this because I think it's important um, to really just make uh, our opinions known, where we stand, um, to be known. So I, th- so I think we're going to make an official stance as the Act 4 podcast, and we'll, we'll each have a vote, and, and that'll be the stance that we'll make. Um, so I'm curious. First, first of all, have have you both seen Die Hard? Yes, I think that's important. Yes, like once, maybe twice, a long time ago. Okay, that's fine. It's Is not, it's not fresh up here now? So now I want to talk about if Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Potentially debate it if we have different thoughts. Okay, and then and then we'll make our official stance as the Act Four podcast. Um, I want to start with you, Connor. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? So does it take place on Christmas? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it have any Christmas themes to it? No. He wants to get home. That's not actually not true. Sure it is. He just wants to see his wife. Yeah, and, and is that not? It's about family. Is that not what every Christmas movie is about? Yeah, but that, you can. We'll, debate, we'll debate. We'll debate. You you can bring that to any action movie with. Connor wants to take family out of Christmas. <laughs> Confirmed. Cancelled. Okay, c- keep going. I I think I feel like I know where you're going to go with this, but go straight ahead. to jail. In, in a lot of in a lot of movies, if the wife if the wife or family is a hostage, that's all they want. We don't but they're that. not. But they're not all set at Christmas. It's the combination. Anyways, we'll, the, we'll are we debate. saying it's the combination? Yeah, that makes it the theme. I think for surely. Then for sure. Then then for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll debate. We'll, we'll debate. We'll debate. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say your thing. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Okay, cool. I'm glad I won that debate. <laughs> I was no. I was getting there. Oh, you're because gonna, you're because again, say it, is? it is set at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of strong Christmas themes, but it's oh, set at sure. Christmas time. 
I, th- I think saying that it's it has Christmas, Christmas themes is a stretch. Um, I, I don't think that a movie has to have Christmas themes to be a Christmas movie. It also snows at the end, and I'll give it that. That's a classic. Joe, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas classic movie? Christmas movie? I vote yes. Okay, cool. Any specific reasons why, or is that just your answer? That's just my answer. Okay. I, I also, so I do think that Die Hard's a Christmas movie, if you didn't already gather that. Um, I think that Die Hard is a Christmas movie if you consider Home Alone to be a Christmas then movie. Then you got to kind of. Then you also got to consider Gremlins. Oh, oh, I, I was about to oh, 100% Gremlins. consider Gremlins, Gremlins a Christmas is fire. movie. Um, I think that if a movie is set during Christmas time, I think it becomes a Christmas movie as as long as the entirety of the movie takes place at Christmas time or or a good chunk of it. Okay. If a good chunk of the movie takes place during Christmas and they they remind you that it's set at Christmas, I feel like I I feel like like, like Home Alone is set over like a week maybe or like no, a weekend it's, really. It's, it's... Two, just, three days. Yeah, so it's like a, just like a weekend. It's, but like it's the not whole point long. of them traveling is because they're going somewhere for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So it's a Christmas movie. Like it's yeah. just essential to the plot. The thing is, though, is you could take the, the reason why people make the argument that Home Alone isn't technically a Christmas movie in the same way that Die Hard isn't is because you could remove, you could put this movie at a different time, not Christmas time, and the movie would still work. It wouldn't be as strong. The, the, the message and theming would not be as strong. It's better being set at Christmas. Yeah. But it worked. But it. But the movie itself, when they were making this movie, they didn't. It wasn't originally a Christmas movie. The idea didn't start with, oh, a Christmas movie about this. It was like, oh, we want a movie about this. It makes a lot of sense to set it during Christmas time. I will say, with Home Alone, it definitely takes away from the ending of it not being set at Christmas. Oh yeah, they definitely got like in their bag once they made it a Christmas movie. They like were able to really lean yeah. into these themes of like family. And like sort of this, it's like this redemption arc of like coming to love your family again. But die hard, die hard. You can set a place anytime. It would kind of make sense. The only thing that really wouldn't make sense is the, the office party uh, at the very beginning of the movie, which like is why people are there, but you can have an office party really whenever. Anytime. Yeah. Man, y'all seen the movie office Christmas party? No, no. It's actually kind of funny. Okay. And then like I'll gremlins, gremlins, you could also, it could gremlins, not be anywhere gremlins near Christmas. It is a Christmas gift, but like you can make it a gift. You could make it a birthday present. Like um, it works anytime. It could just be a gift from going that, on. That being said, that being said, home. I feel like with that argument of you could place it at any time, you could, you could place elf at any time. No, you can't. Yes, you could. Absolutely not. 100%. Buddy could definitely show up in the middle of summer. He Buddy could. could he definitely could, show up. But the whole, the you can't do the whole movie because Santa Claus does not come to town in the summer. Okay. Like and that I, is, that like is, that is the essential climax of the movie. It's super important. Like I, I said, you can't get like with the that, home alone. It just so doesn't, essential. the ending doesn't work. No, but I think that the climax of the movie is, I don't think that the Christmas themes are the climax of home alone. Like, I don't think that those are like, like, I think you can remove it and you can still get the message across about family. His family is going on vacation. They're like, Oh my gosh, the kids. Like you, ah. you still get the themes of family across without Christmas. It's amplified because of Christmas. Elf, I do not think that movie works if it's not at Christmas time. It has to be at Christmas for it to work at all. All of the comedy is Christmas centered. I every joke is about Christmas. Okay. That does not work if it's set in the summer. That's that's where I, I kind of stand on it. Are there are there jokes in it that like like what jokes do you think of that really aren't Christmas jokes? Like there's I mean obviously there are jokes that aren't Christmas jokes, but really all the big gags in the movie, like him redecorating the whole t- like store for Santa okay. or the or the Santa lingerie to his dad as a gift. Okay. It's all Christmas. Like, that's the point of it all, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. He drinks a whole bottle of Coke. He does. He does. That is Two a joke. Any, yeah. Anybody could do that in any movie, and it'd be funny. Fun fact, I've done that in yes. real life. <laughs> do you have 
a 40 second long burp. No. You're weak. I uh, proceeded to. I can't believe you couldn't do something <laughs> in real life that a fictional character no, no, did no. in a movie. First off, Will Ferrell actually Will did Ferrell that. did it for real, though. He did it for real. Uh, second off, I did finish the, the two liter. Is it is it Dr. Pepper? I think he actually did do it for real. He did. I think I played myself. Yeah, um, he did. I finished the two liter. It just it came back up. You threw it up? Oh, yeah. You're so it. weak. I know. No. Sorry, guys. You're so weak. I'm assuming Will Ferrell probably had like an empty stomach. Mine was full. So. Mm. Yeah, you're just stupid. Yeah, you're just an idiot. I am an idiot. <laughs> Go ahead. Call me. So, that. what are. Okay. Um, so. I think well, all three of us were about to like try to segue to something different. Oh, okay. Yeah. We all got different segues. Because we were all like, because I feel like we were talking about Elf enough. And, like, I was just trying to that. think. Like, I was coming back to Home Alone. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. going to talk about okay. Home Alone. Okay. I like Home Alone. Well, Joe, what were you going on? I think it's a classic. I feel like it's worth we'll, talking about. We'll go, we'll go I thought we were it. talking about so, like the debate of movies that are or are not Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Before Christmas. Like, that is a, a very. I mean, Christmas is in the name. I that, feel like it counts. I say it counts because the whole because the argument is that it's either one of two things: it is either Halloween movie or it is a Christmas movie. And because it's before Christmas, it's all about leading up to Christmas, and then like the climax is like actually Christmas, Christmas. night. Yeah, it's one hundred percent a Christmas movie. Yeah, I've not seen it. It just like has like the lu- it has the luxury Christmas of you can name. watch it at either time, and and it'd be yeah. great. Because mm-hmm. if you watch it at Halloween, it's like, because like, you know how like no one really cares about November? Like Halloween is just like the signifier is like, ooh, it's Christmas time. Like Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas is the perfect movie for that. Like, the if you hate movie. November, Nightmare Before Christmas is for you. It literally just skips it. It's it for just, you. It just says, no. Yeah, I think Christmas so home is alone. So right? Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone. <laughs> My man, Kevin McAllister. Uh-huh. What a legend. Some of these traps. A little savage. Would kill him. 100%. <laughs> I really want. How did he not murder? I want. Um, Have y'all seen Homie Should Be in I Jail? I want. I want Chris Columbus to release an R-rated cut of Home Alone. Well, <laughs> because wow. because all of those like the traps like they were way worse than what we see in the movie. Oh, like yeah. they would have turned out much more poorly. So have you seen? There's a there's a YouTube video. Yeah, where it talks about like a doctor analyzes. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the um the one that Corridor Crew did where they edited Home Alone to be more realistic. No. And so they like they like add like blood and like all this stuff to the actual movie to make it more like R-rated. No. Um, um it's pretty funny. So a doctor analyzes like the injuries that happen in in Home Alone 1 and 2 mm-hmm. and it would have taken 11 Harrys and 14 Mars to not to like finish both movies. Like just imagine because that's like, how many times that's how many times they would have died. Just imagine like all of those scenes, but R rated and directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just even more exaggerated. You would have been like, the, oh, red is a Christmas color. Cool. We're gonna put blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it is Home Alone Two is and at one point does become unrealistic because uh, Marv has a gun and just doesn't use it. At all, <laughs> yeah. Like Home Alone Two, Home Alone Two is one hundred percent about the Sticky Bandits getting revenge on Kevin Kevin McAllister. Like they straight up, they rob a place and they're like, "We're gonna get revenge." And he he straight up he has a gun and doesn't use it. Um, and I just, I think he would. And and if he was really trying to get revenge, he would. Y'all think Kevin McAllister is a sociopath? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. 
he he he's for surely a sociopath though just like everything from the way because it's not his fault his family treated oh, him like his crap. family is like they're awful. they're the, they're the reason that he's a sociopath because i mean that's what happens when you neglect your child Homie and treat him poorly and you literally forget him like tw- i mean twice yes but at that point we're talking about the first home alone they, they forgot him and i think that just shows like how little they cared about him his whole life that got him to that point where he's just like emotionally unavailable emotionally just like doesn't feel bad hurting people because he's been hurt his whole life and so he he's a he's a sociopath and it's kind of dark and it's kind of sad but it's a funny silly goofy christmas movie <laughs> Have y'all, <laughs> y'all have both seen the first john mulaney stand-up special on netflix right yeah his lost bit, in, his bit about Home Alone 2, mm-hmm. Lost in New York, is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. He does it as like a Def Jam comic, so he's like just yelling and really angry about it. He's like, how you get lost in New York? It's a grid system. <laughs> it's a grid yeah. system. Where it's you at? so funny. <laughs> Where you at? Second and 13th? Where you want to go? <laughs> yeah, like does the math. Seven blocks up, two blocks over. You're there. Yeah. It is. That is. That bit is really good. I will say. Phenomenal bit. Top tier. Yeah. Um, as we're wrapping up, are there any Christmas movies that you think are underrated that you think people like people enjoy, but you think people don't enjoy enough or talk about enough or maybe aren't in the conversation for like top Christmas movies, but you think should be because I've got one in mind um, that I'll go ahead and start with since I just kind of pop this question on you guys. So you guys can think mine's going to be the Santa Claus. Um, that is that is I hear a lot of people. Talk about I know a lot movie. of people like it. I don't think it's given the hype it should. I think, like I said, it's top three. But outside of that, I think there's one that no one talks about and I think is really good. Christmas with the Cranks. Have you that's guys a, seen that's that? That's a phenomenal movie. Okay, you I haven't have. seen it. I've heard of it, though. So, it okay, it's not, again, it's the same thing. Like, it's not a great movie in terms of other movies. But if you're looking at a Christmas movie that gives you everything you want out of a Christmas movie and the family themes and the Christmas cheer and all this stuff, Christmas with the Cranks is a funny, goofy Tim Allen and um, what's her face? We mentioned her last episode. Um, I think Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, it? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep, yep. Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's it's very funny. I I think it's hilarious. I it's pretty nostalgic for me. Watched it a lot as a kid. Um, we like it was one of those because we had in our car we had like a DVD player, and so we had one of those you know those like little flip books where you put DVDs in it. Mm-hmm. We had one of those in the car. Christmas with the Cranks was one of those that was in the car year round. So we would watch Christmas with the Cranks in like May because um, <laughs> it was just a movie we had. Mm-hmm. But yeah, C- Christmas with the Cranks is a movie that not a lot of people have seen or know about. Um, and I feel like it deserves to be in the conversation of really good Christmas movies, um, but also just like the Santa Claus. Like I, I, I have it in my top three. I have it as my number two. I feel like people don't give it like the hype and respect that I feel like the Santa Claus deserves. I think it's a phenomenal story and a really good movie. And I think Tim Allen's hilarious. How do you normally spell Santa Claus? Um, for a long time, I spelled it with the E with the E because yes. that's how the movie spelled it. And I, and I didn't it, realize that it is. I didn't get the joke. Wordplay. It is I the best wordplay. It. I know. I never got it as a kid. It was, it was too over my head. And then whenever I finally got it, like probably in like middle school, high school, I was like, wow, that's like really deep. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going underrated one jingle all the way. With Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. I've not seen it, but... Oh, I mean, it's got everything you want. A dad trying to get a toy uh, for his son before Christmas. 
That's that's the is that's he one? The, isn't it like a Stretch Armstrong or something like that? Uh, no, it's like a, it's like a superhero. Oh, okay. I don't I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's like he's trying to get one. He's looking all over the place, and he just he, he eventually does get. One. I thought you were gonna say Klaus. Klaus. Oh, I do love Klaus. I, I thought that's what you were gonna say. I haven't seen it, but I know that you like love oh, it. I love Klaus. I, I thought that was what you were gonna say. It is it is a phenomenal animated movie, and it's just oh. That one I probably could also watch any time of the year. You got one, Joe? I know you're, you're kind of looking over there at your computer. It's okay. If man, you don't. man is not looking at Christmas movies. Yes, he is. Oh, he is. He's, he's quite literally looking at Christmas movies. He's intensely trying to find one. Do you feel like there's a Christmas movie that's not respected or given the respect that it deserves in your mind? Or nah. Okay. No, he doesn't have strong opinions on Christmas. Joe hates Christmas. Confirmed. Confirmed. True. I will say, very. I, I haven't seen all of it. I haven't seen. I'm not caught up with it. But Hawkeye, very good. Hold oh. up, I thought of one. Uh huh. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's like one of the Mickey Mouse ones. And Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I think so. Are you thinking about the one where it's like three different yes. stories? Uh-huh. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. All right, all right. One of them is Scrooge, isn't it? No. No, 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 no. So there's one. So there's one story, and it's, and it's Goofy and Max. And there's another one where it's like Mickey, and Mickey's like really poor. And he has to like sell his harmonica to get yeah. this like to get jewelry for Minnie, uh-huh. right? And she gets him like a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same plot as a Mid Otter. No. Yeah. It's, yes, it's the same plot as like. Oh, a, um, I was gonna say something else. <laughs> and then there's the one. No, he hasn't seen. Um, <laughs> there's the one where Donald and it's um it's Huey, Dewey, and Louie, you know, uh-huh. and yeah, they yeah. they keep living the same day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Chip and Dale are on the train, and that's how, like, each day starts, and it's really, it gets really annoying, because it, like, starts speeding up, you know? Yeah, yeah, I have vague memory of this. My mom and I watch it every year. Underrated. You should watch it more. I, I remember it from my childhood. It kind of slaps. I, I remember the Mickey and Minnie one more. All right. I, I was... So, at the end... Hold up. <laughs> I gotta say this. At the end of this movie, all, like, the plots, like, converge together to where all the characters are there together. In the Goofy storyline... <laughs> Max wears a watch that has Mickey Mouse's face on it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, the same Goofy and the same Mickey are like in a house together, which means Max is wearing a watch that has like Goofy Goofy's best friend's face on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be like Who's poor. His yeah, yeah, poor yeah, best yeah. friend's face yeah, on yeah. it. So that'd be like if I'm walking around and I got like a Ben Patterson watch on, like my dad's best friend from high school. <laughs> That'd be so. That'd be so stupid. But they're like, ah, Max has on Disney Watch. Ha ha, goofy, funny joke. Yeah, I think you're looking into it too deep. It just bothers me. There's actually five segments. That's why I, I feel like there are more. There's two different ones. There's one that's like a 2D animation. There's one that's like a 3D animation. I will look for the other one. My bad. I don't know. I like both equally. Okay. So that's that's what you think's underrated. Yeah, I just in, like in this year Christmas film. Classic Disney stuff, you know? They don't get talked about. So this episode, we've established a few oh. things. Um, we established that Elf is one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Oh, I inter- I interrupted Hawkeye. Yeah, you did, but now we're kind of like running out of time. So there is We can a, talk there, about it very briefly. There is actually a sequel to Once Upon a Christmas. You know what it's called? Twice Upon a Christmas. Twice Upon yeah, a Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hawkeye's, let's, let's Hawkeye's Hawkeye slapping so far. Four episodes in. It's the same vibe as like Home Alone, Die Hard, that type of stuff. Maybe a little more connected to Christmas it's, than those, I would think. Oh, it's I, I think that the plot is very connected to Christmas. Which I like. Yeah. I think it works really well and was like 
an interesting direction to go for an MCU show because we knew vaguely what the Hawkeye plot was going to be, but it being this closely tied to Christmas is actually really interesting. It's really refreshing. And it, it makes it to where the show being six episodes, like the pacing of everything makes a lot of sense because they're like, there's exactly six days till Christmas when the show starts, mm-hmm. which I think is really, really smart. And it's really good writing. I, w- I was, you were talking about that. Minnie gets him a case for the harmonica. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. That's the, like, the irony of it. I was like, there's, there's definitely some irony They to both it. get rid of things to get gifts that are dependent yeah. on what they get rid of. Yeah, because Minnie, so Minnie got rid of a watch. Yeah. Mickey got her the chain. Uh-huh. Got rid of the harmonica. harmonica she gets him the case. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. I'm going to watch that and just feel lonely. I'm about to go... <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go watch that too. It's on Disney Plus. Dang it's, it! Oh, Dang it! It's great. <laughs> yeah, your Rip. Disney Plus isn't working. <laughs> yeah, my. That's why Connor's two episodes behind on Hawkeye. Why That's why we can't talk about any spoilers. But hey, but the first two episodes were are pretty good. I like the first two episodes. Yeah, the those ones are good. Like they're they're exposition, they're setting it up, but they're definitely yeah, I mean, less fun than three yeah. and four. Also, if Hawkeye three episode, is three is fantastic. The end of Bro, episode four though. Jeez. If Clint if Clint does not <laughs> make it back for Christmas, I'm gonna be so upset. Me too. <laughs> like, just make the man come back for Christmas. I think Please. everyone's gonna be upset. Please, like, I feel like they could either go. Either. Y'all just, y'all just had. They, they haven't gotten to that point in the show yet. Okay. It's I feel not, like it's they not could do, Christmas. I could feel like I feel like they could either, go either way as well. Where he misses yeah. Christmas or he makes Christmas. Barely. I hope he does. I hope he makes. Christmas. I really he hope does, he, makes he deserves Christmas. it. His he, kids deserve to make Christmas. Yeah. Except the thing is, it shouldn't matter to his kids and wife that much because they all got dusted. Like they haven't missed a Christmas with their dad. He's missed all the Christmases. It, it it should mean more to him than it does to them. His kids are complaining about it a lot. It's like, okay, it's one Christmas. Like, sure, it sucks. But, like, your dad's saving the world. I feel like it should mean way more to him because he missed, like, five Christmases with his kids. You we know? have no idea how many Christmases he's missed. I feel like he's missed a lot. He's probably missed a lot. There was, like, like one whole period where, like, he was in jail for a hot minute. Yeah. After Civil War, you know. Oh, I guess even, yeah, there are those ones. I, I didn't, like, I didn't think also... about the Christmases pre- I was thinking about like yeah. blipped Christmases. He missed like, like a he's lot been consecutively. A hired assassin, like of Shield for probably a decade. Yeah, which is about how old all those kids are. Yeah, like the oldest is probably like fourteen, maybe. What at the max? The boy? No, nah, he's older. He seems a lot older. He seems like he's like sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen at the max. But like he de- yeah, he, he looks like he's, he's old enough to drive. He's definitely been working for Shield for longer than ten years. Oh yeah, I said like a decade. I think I think it's more. I think it's up coming up on two. I mean, I at, mean, yeah. Probably. At this point, what what year is it in twenty twenty three? Three or four, something like that. I mean, Shield also doesn't even exist anymore. So yeah, yeah. Shield, also... Shield stopped in twenty fourteen. That's true. Yeah, he was an inventor. So it's for a so while. it's been a decade at this point that also, he hasn't Shield ever really Shield. didn't exist. It was just Hydra the entire time anyway. That's true. Shield doesn't exist. He's never worked for Shield. He Fun worked fact. for Hydra though. No, he he worked for. Oh, nice. Delvin Cook touchdown. Sorry. <laughs> Connor, who started Alexander Madison. You started him? He was just hoping that like Cook was going to be active, I, but like wasn't going to actually so be active, I, wow. and he played himself. Wow. I really I really was hoping like he'd be like, oh, I'm good to go, take like three touches, and be like, ah, no, I'm not. Mm. Hey, um, Justin Jefferson got a big play on that drive, he though. Did. I got that notification also. That's what I need, though. I got Justin Jefferson. All right, I, got, I got Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook in two wow, leagues. You starting Kirk Cousins? Uh huh. Poverty. My my other quarterback's on a bye week, and Kirk Cousins is the number eight quarterback right now. So, I'm playing a top ten quarterback, which is what there I need to go. be doing there you go. in a league with ten people. <laughs> so, and and one of the one of the guys has two top ten quarterbacks. So that's two. 
Um, well, I don't know if they're top two at the moment, but Herbert and um, what's his other one? Herbert Kyler Murray and Murray. Uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah. So today we've established a few things. Elf, one of the best Christmas movies. Home Alone is, in fact, a Christmas movie, as well as Gremlins. And the definitive stance of the Eckboard podcast is that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, Jim Carrey's The Grinch remains unbeaten, and we are very proud of the talented actors at Universal Studios who, are. who play The Grinch. Um, honestly, replace all mall Santas with Grinches of I'd be that so quality. I'd be so I would go see it. him every year. I'd they become, would make so much money. I'd become a mall Grinch. I would oh that I feel like that'd be so much fun. I feel like I've got the personality to pull off a Grinch. Um just like being mean. Um and people not really I never understood me. it. I think I'm gonna be work. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't understand it because Grinch is supposed to be a nice person. Yeah, I, he's still a Grinch though. But like we it's the we literally do not know. He's the Grinch. Anyways. Um yeah, anything else we've learned today? Jim Carrey full on cusses in how the Grinch stole Christmas. Well we didn't learn that, but thank you for telling me. Well that's 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 <laughs> the more you know. That's great. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry for, Chrysler. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Act podcast. And thank you for listening to this short season. This 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 EP of a season. Um This is the best EP of twenty twenty one. Honestly. Yeah. We got do you know that there's a Spotify wrapped for podcasters? Yeah, I looked at it. Yeah. It's not great. Our our view our our, our listenership is up like thirty five percent though. It's kinda huge. Wahoo. So um, yeah. Still better than Thank the Alligator you. Sports Podcast, 100%. Thank you for, if you're one of that 35%, thanks for, thanks for listening. Um, we really do appreciate your, your time listening to these episodes. We hope Go. that you have a great Christmas, happy holidays, um, and a good new year. And we will see you in 2022. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. And that's